Last time on date night, you arrived in Raven Tree, found yourself a nice abandoned hut, and laid down for the night. And you are going to have some dreams. You're not going to be confused by these names, are you? Rick Roll and Mishmash. <laughs> I have an old friend who lives in the abandoned city. My, um, you know, I'm an orc. My, my dialogue is... You used Palestine not that long ago. Yeah, well... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who do you think I am, little one? You're the metal man. I'm sorry to disappoint y'all, but I'm not... He said it, he is the metal man! And no, they all start no, cheering said... and banging. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the metal Spores man. are flying out of no, their mushroom I... heads like confetti. A short tree creature, this time with glowing eyes, walks out of the woods. I'm Winston. Let me offer you some Winston water. The land around here is dying. Not far to the south of here is the Blight Mother in this area. I'm going to go fight her. I could use your help. Would you go with me to fight the Blight Mother? I I do not think we can sit here and attack the bandits if we're going to have weird freaky tree things in our backsides. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's really good at dodging for a a tree. What are you doing? Shooting flaming arrows? Yep. Fifteen. That's a hit. Yay! (laughs) I hit a tree! (laughs) I'm certainly not Robin Hood! So you crush the last uh, needle blight, and the blight mother has been felled, and he turns around, and you hear a noise that kind of sounds like (coughs) water trickling into a bottle. And what? Into a bottle. Bottle. Yeah. And he turns back around. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got another full bottle of Winston water. (laughs) And he says, "Uh, one for the road. (laughs) And in here. (laughs) It's not the worst thing I've ever drank. Last. I'm at full health, I'm good! (laughs) Thank you again, he says. Uh, Will you have any trouble finding your way back to the road? We go that way, right? Yeah, that's the way, he says. (laughs) Alright. And he uh, starts heading off into the thick of the jungle. So, you're gonna keep heading on the road toward the abandoned city, I guess? Alright, so you eventually make it to this city. You aren't uh, accosted by any more tree people, uh, good or bad, or even mushroom people, for that matter. Well, they're slow. Yeah, they're very slow. In more ways than one. Praise the goddess. Um, But you make it uh, to the abandoned city. You actually walk past it, and you have to walk a little bit further to get to the bridge. So as you're looking at it, you can see it's really ruins. It's not just an abandoned city. Um, it was a, looks, um, kind of like a human city, though, not, which you may not expect here in this area. Um, there's a, one building that's still mostly standing, and it's like a cathedral-looking building with broken gravestones and statues all around it, but the rest of the places are like brick homes and 
They're roofless and vine covered. Mike, do you want to roll your stone mason yeah. special check that yeah. you have as a dwarf? Six. <laughs> plus, plus two. Yeah. Because I'm proficient, right? Okay. okay. Those are rocks. <laughs> Those aren't just rocks. I mean, some of them are bricks. So you know. Um, but basically, you cross. I'm proficient. You cross <laughs> over the bridge. Um, and on the one side of the river, you know, where you crossed is obviously the river, but straight ahead of you is some some fortifications and a gate that looked like they used to protect from the south, and they relied on the river to protect them from the north, I guess. Um, you cross over a stone arch bridge, which is in surprisingly good repair, and there's like a, it leads into a town square, and there's even <coughs> cobblestone roads with plants growing up between them, but those plants are now dead. The rocks are really uneven, maybe from the ground shifting around over the years. But they're definitely, as you get into town, you can tell they're definitely human fortifications that are set up on the south end of town. And Sator says, humans tried to colonize parts of the Tagata region a long time ago. And some dwarves, too. He looks over at you, Darren. He said, uh, they mined the places and polluted the rivers and... We fought them long ago, he says, and they're not here anymore. If I know our warrior, he's in the cathedral, or more accurately, under the cathedral. And he starts walking to that uh, cathedral. Um, but in the rafters, you spot an odd-looking white. It's called a gorillon. It's like a gorilla, but it has four arms instead of two. And it's swinging back and forth from the rafters. Would you roll a nature check? Anybody can roll. Everybody. Twelve. Twelve's good enough to know. This is a baby gorillon. But even so, it's pretty formidable at about <coughs> five and a half feet tall and probably weighs 200 pounds or so. So it's hanging up there and spots you. What do you want to do? Put my hand on my spear just to make sure it doesn't go flying off anywhere. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. Your pants fall down. <laughs> the gorilla has pensed me. <laughs> I'd get my bow somewhat ready and... Okay, with that motion, an arrow. it's going to roll initiative with you. Okay, Sator goes first. Uh, he sees this thing jumping down to um, try and fight you. Which one of you has the higher dexterity? Because you had the same rolls. Kira. Um, and Sator is going to try and hit it with his mace. That's a mess. <laughs> so the gorilla's going to be uh, falling down onto Kira and making an attack. So, what is it to hit? It's trying to smash you. That's a 19. Yeah. It smashes her. It smashes you. It's like it just jumped out. Smashing. Down. That's three damage. Ow. Okay. Um, Kira, it's your turn. The gorilla's right... Just smashed you. Literally on top of you. Yeah, it's right there. Well, I can't shoot it with an arrow, so I'm going to slash at it with one of my short swords. Okay. Well, both of them. 20 crit. Yeah, that's going <laughs> to do it. Four. Okay, and you can do your next attack if you want. Eleven. Plus. Four. That's a hit. Fifteen. Seven. 
Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> My offhand is better. He gets me. slashed up pretty good, and that's to you, Darn. Gonna hit him with the hammer. Really? Yeah. I. Off sixteen. That's it. Right. Twelve. To start fourteen. It's still a hit. Okay. Me not math good. <laughs> <laughs> Two six. Okay. It roars and starts to run away. Sator basically. Sator, use vine whip. Yeah, he's going to try it, I guess. And, and it's, it's a hit! <gasps> Hooray! He goes, It works! <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally. He sounded like Mr. Ed there. Oh, that kills the uh, gorilla. Or gorillan. I feel like we just killed somebody's pet or something. <laughs> yeah. So it's dead. It doesn't have any pockets or anything. You get to the... Uh, chapel now that this thing's not there and Sator finds a door leading into the ground and he says I haven't been here in a long time and this guy's a little paranoid so you may want to put on your trap detectors I don't have any how about you? Uh, um... you didn't bring any trap detectors? I have a nine passive perception <laughs> uh he checks the pockets in his vest. He goes, well, who's walking in first? Oh, let's do this. You've got the armor. I've got the armor. And it's shiny. I feel static in the air. I have more guessing it's one of the kids again. I feel static in the air. Do you feel that, Dern? Hey, it actually is static. Hey. Hey, I'm gonna wash my hands. Okay. Do you have a sheet? Alright. <laughs> Is that a yes? No. <laughs> He's calling the dog. <laughs> That's not a yes. That's a. Come here, boy. I feel static at his animal companion. He. His what? <laughs> animal companion. <laughs> a portal opens and you see a gnome washing his hands. <laughs> <laughs> And he's confused because he's, his hands are soapy and dripping now. He's surrounded by a really ghetto bathroom. Mm -hmm. Then he lands on a gorilla and feels the need to wash his hands again. <laughs> <laughs> the gorilla may be slightly pulpy. <laughs> Just slightly. <laughs> All right, before we go, I, I do want to see, like, what do you have for spells? I have... Oh, boy, you got the digital sheet. Yeah. Because you know, you should know six and have three prepared, and you should know three cantrips, I think. Because we never went over the spell stuff, I don't even think, last time when we did the, the um, breed pit, that fight. pit fight. I have two level one and three cantrips. Two spell slots, level one. But you also... Get to know five. I, I have written down five prepared spells. All right. Five prepared. And you have those written down, which ones they are? Yes. Okay. And they're all level one? Yes. Yeah. All right. I have, well, I have two level one uh, spells prepared and three cantrips prepared. Uh, I think you get more than that. Let me look really quick. You get... Partridge and a pear tree. 
A partridge and a pear tree. You know, three cantrips on the sword. Uh huh. You have that. That's good. Uh, you're in, oh, I don't know. It might be two. Your intelligence modifier plus your wizard level. Uh, my intelligence modifier plus my wizard level. So one is your wizard level. And my intelligence modifier is four. So you should know... Five. Five. And I have three cantrips and two level one. Well, no, that's how many you can have prepared, is five. Isn't three cantrips... No, the, I don't think they count against you. Three cantrips and five level... Oh! Five spells. So well, cool. You get to have extra ones prepared. Can I uh, see the book then? Yeah. No, we're recording. I got Nate. Do I get to see the book? Yeah. Um, Plus my yeah, modifier. You get, your spell book contains six spells of your choice, and you get to have five of them prepared. So does that mean I only get... You get to have six spells in your spell book, and five of them are prepared. <laughs> what does prepared mean? That means you can cast them on the adventure. Every time you take a long rest, you can change which spells are prepared. So then what do I do with my extra spell? You just Why is can't. that unprepared? It goes back in the pantry. Yeah, with the partridge. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> the spells are back here. Man, you almost turned to the exact page. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, continue. I, I can do this and go... <laughs> Canonically, I'm looking through some scrolls that I have with me, trying to learn. No, you can pick out a couple of things. What did you have? You had... I had Grease. Two? Yeah. Okay. I'm a little worried that the first thing you said was Grease. <laughs> <laughs> Considering where we left off with the Goblin, I'm very worried that the first thing you said was Grease. <laughs> Well, at least the goblin's not going to yes. be there when he pops yes. out. Fuck. What? <laughs> Your girlfriend's gone, sorry. Did you kill her? No. Well, Mike tried. <laughs> well, just set her out with, you know, one, one hit point hey, and I no weapons back. I let her hands free, she'll be fine. <laughs> and her pants are barely staying up. Which is what she can use her hands for. <laughs> Until she trips on a rock and she dies. Walk carefully. For being a paladin, you're heartless. No, he's about justice. Lawful neutral. I forget what I am. <laughs> you're just neutral, I think. I'm chaotic good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were a neutral neutral. So, Malcolm Reynolds, Judge Dredd. Sam Hausman. <laughs> Grease wizard. <laughs> Every spell is a different grease effect. <laughs> Cone of Grease. That's the most disturbing spell. Command grease, conjure grease, sing grease, reconstitute grease, grease Travolta. All right. We run into the gnome again, and then Mike, not Mike, and then Sam, and the gnome starts bursting out singing. You're the one that I want. You are the one for. Sorry. If you want to just pick a couple, since you only have two slots, and then we're probably going to do a level up in a little bit. Cool, yeah, I'm just going to, yeah, I'll just write some that I like down. Okay, and you can prepare new ones when we take our rest in a bit. Because you only get two slots, so even if you only have the two prepared. And I... 
I don't even know what that spell does. But that's, that makes it fun. Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the DM. It's well, he can still hide which spells he has prepared. That's fair. This is why they have screens. Yeah. But those screens are usually to keep the DM's information away from the players, not necessarily yeah. vice versa. They do have a player screen, I think. All right, so uh, where we left off last time, you had just killed that gorilla, and you were getting ready to walk down the stairs under the cathedral. But as you do, that static enters back into the air, and a portal opens up, this time only one. And coming through that portal is uh, a gnome with the grease wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Who was apparently mid-washing hands, and they're soapy and dripping water, and he's really confused now. Yeah. So. Hello, everyone! Nice to see you again! (laughs) Oh, not this one again. I'm working on my character voice. Why do you smell like dog lad? (laughs) (laughs) So when you come through the portal this time, you see uh, instead of um, the ranger, the paladin, and the old man, this time it's the ranger, the paladin, and an orc um, wearing a white vest and a raven feather boa. And with giant thorn tattoos on his arm. And he's carrying a shield with thorns on it as well. Um, what kind of vest does he have? A white vest. Vestments? Yeah, vest <laughs> vestments. He's got, he's got on a vestment vest. I'm sorry, that was my Priestly vest vestments. Vesty vestments. <laughs> um, Do I remember what happened <clears throat> inside the port when I, when, where I was? Um, no, not at this point. The last thing you remember was you know that you were talking to a rather attractive goblin whose pants kept falling down. Then you know you were somewhere else for a while, but you don't really remember where. And go ahead and roll a dexterity save. That's your 20. I get, that's an 8 with my modifier, which is... Dexterity is plus 3. Okay, you narrowly miss stepping in a dead... Gorilla on the ground. It's pulpy. <laughs> it's a very pulpy dead gorilla. Um, I, I feel like I've missed something. Why? <laughs> you want to catch him up on what the plan is or where you're headed or anything? <laughs> or just look at each other silently and laugh on an audio podcast? <laughs> I'm just trying not to die. So why do you keep going away and coming back like that? I'm actually not, not too sure about that. <laughs> right, well, since you're here, we I don't trust fairies <laughs> and it's my spear and we we we've run afoul of some bandits and we're trying to take him out, but there was a tree Lass, can you help me out here? <laughs> now Amy's hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sator says, we were going to find some help to deal with some bandits. Little gnome, I'm sorry, what's your name? Excuse excuse you, Ed, what's your name? Uh, You might not have heard me right, it's... (laughs) Sator looks over at Theron and Kira and says... I'm so glad I've hitched my wagon to your star. <laughs> but, you know, you could just call me Jim. <laughs> was, 
Was this in your dream, too? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, no, this was not in my dream at all. But uh, I think. But maybe... I'm quite dreamy, you hear? <laughs> Am I alright, everyone? Oh, lad, no. Just, just no, lad. Hey, where's that? Where's that uh, little little go- 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 goblin, goblin lady that I, I was so keen to? <laughs> With the britches. You remember the one? I remember her. Kept falling down for me, huh? Where's she at? I wanted to, uh, I got some new new tricks up my sleeve that I learned in a pit fight somewhere. She, she's gone, laddie. She's gone. She, she went off to the north, I think. Uh, back to Slaver's Bay or something. I'll see you there one day, won't I? I mean, okay. Alright, well, let's get started. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, so let's not make it there. Weird. Remember, right in front of you now where you were standing, there's a door, like a trap door in the floor that leads down um, beneath the cathedral. And Sator had told you that this is where you'll probably be able to find help, but that his friend was pretty paranoid, so you could probably expect some traps on the way. And he asked if you brought your trap detectors, and nobody had, so Setor now says, well, it looks like we've got our trap detector, and points over at Dim. All right, Tim! It, oh. It's Tim there, Mr. DM! <laughs> oh, uh, Tim. Sure, Tim. <laughs> okay. So who wants to go first down the, uh, who wants to deal with the trap door? I'll go. Okay. Go sure. ahead and roll a, uh, perception check on the door. That's a seven, and perception, I'm not, I'm not. I think it's your wisdom. Uh, plus two, nine. Okay, that's not gonna do it. So he literally just said there were traps, and this I literally just called a trap door, so this was a trapped door, so this is going to be the first, uh, it just basically shoots out a little dart. I, I dodge. No. <laughs> That's a 17, though. Um, actually, I have to Plus see if it, three. if it hits first. And it, it does narrowly miss the little gnome. It was probably built for something bigger to be opening the door. Hi, um, look at this! I'm perfect at this! <laughs> and the door opens, and there's a staircase uh, leading down, and it's quite dark in there. How many of you have um, dark vision? All of you? <laughs> yes. Why are we all raising our hands for an audio podcast? <laughs> okay, so you, everybody... I'm raising my hand. <laughs> so, so Setor says, I can see in there, couldn't all of you see? Oh, yes. I... I could see 60 feet in dark vision. Oh, that's, that's impressive. I guess uh, we don't have any worries then. Mm. Who's walking down first? Well, I'll bloody go if you if you guys aren't going. And I, I just go ahead and I'll, go down. I'll bring up the rear then. <laughs> Every time I bring up a rear, somebody has to giggle. All right, so as you start down the stairs, you see there's a mural that's tattered, and you see there's human and dwarves on it. I cast uh, Minor Illusion and add a gnome to it. Okay, fair. There's human dwarves and gnomes on it. And you realize, again, based on the architecture, you already knew that this was uh, a human stronghold, but it looks like it also housed dwarves. And And the stairs go on for really... (laughs) And gnomes. His history has been altered. (laughs) You (laughs) descend a lot of stairs... And there's a door at the bottom, again. 
I let remember the last okay. one was trapped. There is a carving, or there are three carvings. They're little stone circles that look sort of like buttons, and there's one that has the face of a dwarf painted on it, another the face of an elf, and the third uh, the face of an orc. Okay. So they're buttons. They yeah, they look like stone buttons. Can I press all three of them? Yes. <laughs> I press all three of them at the same time. Okay. I step back about five feet. <laughs> Shield up. <laughs> all right, so... But can I use Mage Hand to touch all three of them? Ooh, now that's a good idea. So where where will you stand? I'm not as dumb as you think I am! <laughs> you don't need to shout. <laughs> I know. I think that remains to be seen, really. But um, <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Um... Um, Dern. Name's Dern. Dern. Can can I? It might be weird. Can I sit on your arm as you have your shield up, so I can hand, uh, hide behind your shield too? <laughs> he doesn't I, have any of the like fighter defense skill, but I'll still give you advantage, or I'll give the I'm any trap any trap disadvantage to try and hit you. All right. Cool. All right. I climb up on his arm and like hold it. And is that a cantrip? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So you hit all three buttons at the same time. The good news is the door does open, but also a crossbow bolt and some Greek fire shoot out of the door as well. Okay, so we're going to roll for the crossbow bolt first. And it's at disadvantage, which is good because I was a 19. That's a 9 against your armor class. Oh, my armor class. Yep. Wouldn't it be against my armor class? No, it's... In my armor. I have a 13 armor class. Okay, that won't hit. And then Greek fire... Uh, this is going to require all of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, God. Setor makes... That's a 12. Six. Three. Fifteen. <laughs> the gnome is fine, but Kira and Dern take three fire damage. Okay, and the door's open. Oh, look at that. I'm so helpful. <laughs> No wonder those gnomes are up on that mural upstairs. Am I right? Am I right? Gnomes are the best, right? <laughs> All right. And I go through the door. I don't like you very much right now, lad. <laughs> I'm so glad Sam's here for the trapped room. <laughs> okay. So does everybody go in? Go in the room? Aye. <laughs> okay. Uh, you get into the room, and it's about 10 by 30. It's lined with statues on either side of different sorts of beasts, and two dwarves are there battling those beasts. Not actual dwarves. Dwarf statues battling beast statues. Could I cast um, Minor Illusion again to make them gnomes? Uh, I don't know. How does Minor Illusion work? It's like I cast it, and you can see it. Everyone can see it, but if it gets touched, they'll okay. they know. Yeah, you can make them gnomes. Okay. Look at that! More people shining through again! <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> There's also... <laughs> this feels like blasphemy somehow. <laughs> uh, it, there's also, like, bones and urns above the statues way high in the walls. Like, that's... You guys went down a long distance. So it kind of looks like maybe it was uh, in ossuary. Uh, there's really high ceilings. And straight ahead at the other end of the room is another door. Well... Detect um, good and evil. Okay, there are no fiends or celestials here. Okay. Is there any treasure? 
I mean, you can make a perception check. You bet I'm making a perception check. 18! Okay, you, there's no treasure in the room. You're very but, perceptive but of you, nothing. you really know that there's none here. Like, it's very aware. I see other you're, door you're open. You may be upset by the lack of treasure. So, the doors have levers on them. Not knobs, or you can't just push them open. They have levers that latch them shut. Oh. How many doors are there again? There's the door you came through, mm-hmm. and then there's one door straight ahead, 30 feet ahead of the other door. I don't think my archery is very good to be able to hit the handle with an arrow and uh, a rope tied to it. And we open. lot. What's the range on that little hand wavy thingy you did a minute ago? <laughs> we can look in the book. I think we can. Yeah. Uh, I pull out my um. I pull out I'm my spell book, and I'm I'm looking through it. I'm looking through it. Oh, he's he's new. Ah, uh, he's uh, new. He's new at the the mage thing. I thought we were all mage new, and that was the point. Thirty feet. Thirty. It's about thirty feet, my right. love, my lad, my laddie. <laughs> all right, so he can reach it from here. I'm going to stand behind Gern and duck. Okay. Uh, in honor of the new Star Wars that comes out. I pull out my um, winter blanket and I drape it around the back of me. What's a Star Wars? And, <laughs> and I pull it over I think my this head. This is out of character. And I hold out my hand. Okay. In front of me, Jedi style. And I put my other hand on my temple. And my hand starts shaking, and I'm looking around to see if anyone's impressed. And I push the lever. You have to say something. This has a verbal component to it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Open! That's a good one. So when you pull the lever down, the door behind you closes, and there's sort of an alarming sound that sounds like metal grinding, and it seems to be coming from um, one of the beastie statues. Um, but nothing moves... Can I tell? Can I tell which statue it comes from? Yes. Everybody, roll perception and see if you can tell which statue it is. Fourteen. Um, that's a five. Plus wisdom, you oh, said. Seventeen. Seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, nine. All right, Kira. Seven. You heard. You're pretty sure that it was coming from a statue of a chimera. Hooray! Okay. It's coming from the chimera. All right. Both doors are closed at this point. I'm putting up both of my hands to be ready, pointed at the statue. Okay. So both the other door closed? Yes. What is the statue doing now? Nothing. Are there any other, uh, any, any other levers? No. There's some script written under each one of the statues, though. But there's a metal grinding coming from the chimera. No more grinding noise. Is it in Dwarvish? It's in Dwarvish. Can I read it? Yes. You should be able um, to read your own language. It says... I don't know how many times I have to roll this thing, that's why I ask. You asked also if there were any other... Did you ask if there were any other doors or any other levers? I, I asked think, about levers. And right. I asked I if asked the other door doors. All right, everybody roll perception checks. Four, uh, 13. 13, 15. Okay. Kira and Tim, you notice that there is another lever between the two dwarven statues. Okay. How far away is it? It's in the middle of the room, about 15 feet in. Want me to cast Mage Hand again? Can I read the statues real quick? Yeah. Under the statue that made the noise, the Chimera, it says, Pull the other lever, brother. And on on the the Dwarvish script on the other one? There's a whole bunch of beasts in here, and then there's two dwarf statues. Oh, okay. 
on the other dwarf statue. The dwarf statue has two names under each one of the dwarf statues, and they both say, it says Rodney Hammer and Jimmy Hammer. Pull the other lever, lad. Pull the lever, crunk. Uh, I do it. Okay. Roll a dexterity saving throw. (laughs) Ten. Eight. All right, all of you are going to take lightning damage. Wrong lever! (laughs) Sator saves two lightning damage. Sator takes half that. So we all take two lightning damage? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what the statue said! So now you're in the room. You hear the grinding noise comes from the Chimera statue again. And the script under it says, pull the other lever, brother. Anybody else seen the other levers? I'm going to go try and open the other door. What door? The door on the opposite end of the room that we did not enter. The one Tim used Mage Hand on? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, everybody roll dexterity saving throws. 15. 12. Sator failed. And everybody take two lightning damage. With a 15? Wait, you had a 15? Yeah, boy! You take one lightning damage. Yeah, boy! Okay, how's everybody's health? Five. I'm at six. You have two, Kira? Mm-hmm. All right, um, Sator is going to burn one of his spell slots and heal you for 1d8. That's three plus three, six healing. I just want to get out of here. Um, maybe don't pull those two levers anymore. That's why I said look for another lever. Okay. Isn't didn't you say that there's a lever on the door we came in? Yep. I use mage hand on that. Okay. No dexterity saving throw. The door at the other end of the hallway. When you pull the lever on the one you entered, it opens the door on the opposite end of the hallway. And it reveals another room on the other side. I don't notice it because I'm staring at the door that we came in, <laughs> waiting for it to open. Come on, what is this? What's this stupid puzzle even for? What are we trying to do here? Grab him by the scruff of the neck. Oh, 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 I thought. Hey, you, you did it, little gnome. You Let's did get it. out of here before that thing starts moving. Okay. So uh, you exit that room. You've, uh, and go into another room, which is also a 10 foot by 30 foot room. It looks a lot like the last, but this time there's only beast statues. Um, and roll a perception check. I don't want to. I don't like this. <laughs> 16. 20. I crit. What crit? do I see? Murder holes. <laughs> there's murder holes scattered around the room. I'm hiding behind Dern. Okay. <laughs> what you doing, um, There's, there's but, holes. And also with that perception check you notice, um, there's a button next to the door this time. There's only one, and it has an elf on it. I think I'm supposed to be the one to push the button, but quite frankly, I'm a little nervous, too. What if I... Well, what if I cast, like, a, a minor illusion umbrella <laughs> that looks like the floor? Right? <laughs> right? You said, there's, so you said there are things up top, right? There yes. Are, yeah, right. They're actually in the walls. In the walls. Yeah. But so, it's an illusion. Right. And you use the... Um, oh... <laughs> Very perceptive, are we? My perception is I'm not proficient in. Apparently. 
Call the shot, lass. Uh, okay. I walk over and I push the button. <clears throat> okay. And well, cringe. When you push the button, an hourglass on the other side of the room flips upside down, and it's hanging suspended in such a way, and it's an oddly shaped hourglass, so that as the sand moves down to the bottom section of this hourglass, it makes it tilt, and it's tilting toward a button. Um, and it's running really fast. In fact, it's running so that it will transform in about two real-life minutes. It will hit that button. Now, you are able to go over and flip the hourglass, but you're going to have to remember to do it every two real-life minutes. <clears throat> and they start now while you're trying to figure out what you should do in this room. Okay? Uh, I look around the room and see if anything has changed. Okay. Just the hourglass at this point has changed. Last, do you see anything on the floor? I don't know. World perception, I guess. Yeah, go for it. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. No, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, Look at the statues. Do you see anything? Yeah, is there anything weird about the statues? Okay, they're all beasts this time. You noticed that, I'll remind you. Yeah. Um, 18, any writing? Oh, is there a chimera? Uh, there is a chimera. I run over to the chimera, chimera and I inspect it. Okay, roll a perception check. Or investigation check. That's, That's 10 plus your int. Plus 4, 14. Um, investigation, and I'm proficient, in, 15, 16. This one does not have any script under it, um, and it looks exactly like the last chimera. I'm going to flip the hourglass. Okay. All right. And it starts over again. Uh, Are you sure? Only the one button (laughs) and lots of murder holes? Um, but you, ins- what were you inspecting, Kira? With I your- was looking at the statues for any engravings, inscriptions. Okay, there's that. only one of them that has script under it this time. And what language is it? It's in Dwarvish. Hey, you, come look at this. Hey, you, come here, flip the hourglass. <laughs> All right. It actually doesn't flip at this point. Okay, well, um, it's still exchange places. You need it, it's got to run at least a minute now before it will flip. Okay. You, um, still the Dwarvish script says, um... Stand fast, brother. I don't think we should do anything. It says stand fast. Of course, my last idea wasn't the greatest, so <laughs> I'm open to some to some suggestions here. Setor, uh, you guys go ahead. I'm not going to interject. All right, I climb on top of the chimera. See if I can like ride it. Okay. You're on top of the chimera. I don't think you need a roll for that. How are the statues arranged? Um, they're lining the sides facing into the room. Last flip the hourglass. Yeah, I'm going to flip Okay, when you do, uh, there's some arrows shoot out of the murder holes. Everybody make a deck saving throw. Ten or better and they will miss. They hit me. Plus, uh, I missed. You missed me. I'm good. It's four damage, Kira. And the timer is running again. Do I see anything different? Like, since I'm at a new vantage point, can I do another perception check? See Um, if I can see anything else? What you see in the room, there's the button behind the timer, there's the elf button, there's the lever on the door 
that you have on the room you're trying to get into, and there's the lever on the door of the room you came from, and there's eight statues on each side and the murder holes. I still think we have should we win. tried pulling the lever on the door that we're trying to get to? Nobody has tried to pull the lever on the door. I was not aware that there was a lever on the door because you had told me that there was only a button. Well, there's a button and a lever. I pull the lever. Okay. Everybody make a dexterity saving throw. I hate you. 11, 12, 14. All right. Everybody who was... I got to roll Sector, I guess. He's okay. Take one damage if you rolled under 10. So that means I'm good? Did you roll over 10? I got a 10. Yeah, you're okay. Okay, phew. Can I go? Can we try pulling the lever on the on the the door we came in? Lay on hands myself. You you can. All right, I do it. All right, everybody. Frantic. Roll a dexterity saving throw. Stop touching the That's levers. That's a nineteen plus three. Take one one damage if you rolled ten or under. And we're at about 30 seconds on the egg timer. What if we just went and hit the button? Let it run. Let it run down. Everything else is shooting at us. Let's just give it a second. Let it run down. Can I hide in the corner and you stand in front of me? (laughs) Okay. You have 15 (laughs) seconds. Do you want to ready any actions? I ready grease. You ready grease? So if you see an enemy, you'll attack it with grease. Maybe. Okay. I sure. might. I might change. But that's All the right. one I'm ready. That's two minutes, and the door to the next room opens. <sighs> the Bless hourglass God. flips over, touches that little button that it was doing, and that opens okay. the next door. Okay? All right. And you enter yet. <laughs> was that anxious? Did that make you anxious? Do you guys want to take a breath as you enter the next room? You want to talk it out? I was a little bit scared for that one. I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. This Let's time. all agree to not touch buttons or levers. <laughs> Look for the dwarvish script. Okay. Let me read it. And don't touch anything unless we all agree to. Aye. I'm sorry. It's just, your fault. But you do, you guys want me to? You guys wanted me to go pull all the levers and all the traps that ain't that right when we came in here first, right? That's what you told me. You said go pull, go open that trap door. But we agreed uh, you, on it. You get, you get all the, you get the punishment. And Didn't look we? where we are. We're, we're in, we're in room four or five in this dungeon. And I'll claim all the treasure when we're in the end. Yep, that's right. I'm okay, getting all just the stop talking, please. Setor asks, "How's everybody feeling?" Uh, I feel about a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel about a three. I feel great and dandy. I'm at full health, everyone. Ain't that right? I'm at nine. That's right. my full health. I think Sator's going to burn another slot to heal Kira if she's at three. So, oh, I'm feeling kind of weak. I don't have too many of them left. Uh, that's six healing. Okay, this room looks a lot like the last room with eight statues on either side. This time, they're actually all of uh, humans. Just like the last room also, the, the opposite door has a lever... And it has one button of an elf, just like the last one. Look for the script. Okay. There's actually no script under any of these statues, except the names of each one of these humans. Bloody humans. And I spit on one. (laughs) Well, there was that. (laughs) He's a statue and does not react to being spit on. (laughs) I have a good laugh. Last, do you think you should push the button? I... If the other two agree as well. 
I might as well. I don't see anything else to do in here. Setor shrugs. Oh. You push the button and the timer comes out the hourglass again. Does it have the button on it again? Yes, it's leaning toward that uh, button as the sand starts to fill it up. What are the names of the humans? Um, we've got Carl Weathers, J.J. <laughs> Abrams, um, Dave McGillicuddy, Lefty McGillicuddy, Righty McGillicuddy, mm-hmm. Middley McGillicuddy, mm-hmm. uh, McGilla Gorilla, uh-huh. Steve, uh-huh. no last name, um, Trevor Jackson, um, Michael Ian Black, mm-hmm. and Rudy Giuliani. Is that enough names? <laughs> I'm so not sure. The names are irrelevant. <laughs> Was it that obvious? No, I think that, I think I'm onto something here. I'm going to think about these names. I'm going to think about these names here, aren't I? Okay, there's about a minute on the timer. Should we just push the other button? I don't see anything else to do. To do. I, I mean, mean, there's a lever on the door we're trying to get to, and maybe. it's always the one we don't think. It, it, this dungeon's always the one we don't think is the right answer, and I think that might be the right answer because I think it's not the right answer. Does that make sense? Uh, I'll go pull it if you want. Plus, there's actually some logic in what he just said. Because I'm a genius. I go and pull him clever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is everybody cool with that? I mean, I don't think we're really going to be able to stop him. So, if you want I mean, to, I'm you not, can make I'm... an attempt. But let him pull the lever. Okay, pull the lever, and the door was not locked. Hey! Look at this! We'll get right. through the door. Quickly. Alright, everybody roll athletics because you're really close. 18. Four. 13. Alright. No, wait, the proficient. Six. Okay, um, Sator and Dern do not make it through the door before the timer reaches over and hits the button. The door is open now, but one of the statues is starting to move. Get through the door, Orc! Um. Starting to move, like yes, it's off its platform and approaching. So we're gonna have to roll initiative, but we'll only have to do it for one. All right. Well, I'm gonna run. Can I run back in there and help? Yeah, the door hasn't closed. Can the door close? Can like I manually close the door? You could. Can you? We wait till they get get through through first. They're not through yet. We need right. to wait You want to do a, a can, mad rush to the door and try and get there? Yeah, what I'm thinking is I can does. grease the floor, which makes it <laughs> Yeah, let's Indiana hard. Jones it. Okay. All right. Do you right, want me so to try and Sator grease the floor? and Dern are going to have to make athletics checks, I guess, against the athletics of this golem, which... Do you uh, want me to try and grease the floor to make the territory zero. for the golem hard? Or do you think you want to just try and make it? Let them get through the door. Move out you, of the if doorway. You, if you well, grease it too soon, well, I don't know why I'm in character because we're not actually having this conversation. But if you grease it too soon, you're going to get us too, and it's going to make it harder for us to I mean, run. You could try to I throw can, no, it I can throw you. it. Yeah, I can throw it behind you. Where in? Uh, okay. Tim, move out of the door. <laughs> move out of the doorway so they can get through. It's whatever. You, what do it's you your think? spell, man. I'll just light it out. Okay. All right. Move out of the doorway, Tim. I'll roll I'm for safety first. He's good, 13. probably. All right, that beats the golem. You're through the door, and it's right behind Dern. About shut to come the door, the door. Lad. Shut the door. 
Okay. Okay. You're in. All right. In you're this another ten by thirty. <laughs> no. Oh. Um, actually, you're in a, a round room here, and there's a torch on the wall, and you see an old grizzled orc sitting there at a table, and he kind of looks over in your direction, rather puzzled. I'm Will Mayer, creator of the Date Night Podcast and your friendly GM. And I'm Mike. I play Dern. In this episode, we explored an underground lair protected by dangerous traps and puzzles. We had a good time. But traps aren't all fun in games. You may not believe it, but some traps were actually made to hurt people. That's right. I didn't believe it either until I wrote this script. But it's true. So please, practice safe adventuring. Don't worry about the stigma of having to ask the merchant to open the trap detector case. Or how adventuring might not feel as exciting when using one. And no matter how safe you think the adventure might be, always bring a trap detector. If you want to be a part of the solution, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash date night podcast. That's facebook.com slash the letter D, the number eight, N-I-G-H-T podcast. Or subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and fellow adventurers. Thank you. You're in a, a round room here, and there's a torch on the wall, and you see an old grizzled orc sitting there at a table, and he kind of looks over in your direction rather puzzled. And I guess, Kira, you would be in the front of this group. Is he one of yours, the orc lad? And he steps between all of you, and a realization comes over the other orc's face, and he walks over towards Sator slowly, and then gives him a big bear hug, and says, I... I... I, I, He needs a voice. (laughs) I had no idea you were still alive. I'm not Batman. I live in a cave. I'm an orc. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna lay that out there. I'm not Batman. Um, Sator. And Sator looks at him and says, well, this is him. This is the guy who can help us defend our city. Um, Akagi, these are Kira, Dern, and Dim Tim. Actually, I'd love to be, uh, I'd love to be... Good to meet you, Dim Tim, he says. It's alright. Thanks, sir. And... And the rest of you, too, he says. And he and Sator just have a brief conversation about orc things in orcish. Does anybody speak orcish? No. no. But I'm a little bit annoyed about the whole situation right now. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because I almost died in his trap, so I'm annoyed at Akagi. Okay. Uh, those traps didn't give you any trouble, did they? Dirty look. Oh, aye, they gave us a fair bit of trouble. What in the world are you doing hiding down here in the middle of all this death drops? It seems like a good way to keep safe. It, it took me about, well, I don't know, a couple of weeks to figure out how to get through those traps. How long did it take you? Do you never have merchants down here? You're gonna kill someone. Oh, no, I, I don't have merchants. I, I just live here in this city by myself. Uh, with the gorillas. They, they keep out a lot of, uh, you know, Trespassers, too. Did, did they give you any trouble? Not too much. I almost stepped in one earlier. He was dead. Deadly gorgeous, quiet, quiet. if you know what I mean. <laughs> and right. I wink at Duran. Let's go for a bluff check after that slip-up, Sam. 
That's a three. <laughs> so you had to kill one of the gorillas. Oh, I didn't. I just came through a portal. Uh, was it a big one? It, it was pretty small. It was... It looked like a gorilla, baby, so I don't think any of your gorilla army's been tampered with, sir. That's good. The the gorilla babies are pretty useless, he says. Uh, He was probably going to die anyway. I think the uh, parents had... (laughs) This has gone from Batman to something completely different. I don't know what. I I think the... uh... The parents have uh, pretty much left. Uh, anyway, There's, it's been pretty hard to find food around here lately. I, I'm not doing so well myself, he says. I'm sorry about that. So what made you come all the way here, Sator? He says, our village is going to be attacked, and I think we need to fight one last battle, brother. He says, oh, I'm not really the warrior I used to be, and... I didn't know you'd even still be alive. And Sator says, well, the land hasn't been doing so well, and neither have I, but as long as the land survives, I should live a little longer. And he says, well, when do we fight? And then I think we have a cutscene as you guys level up to level two for making it through here and recruiting Akagi to the cause. Ding! Ding! Akagi takes us through the rituals of getting back through the trapped sections, which actually is a lot easier than getting in. Uh, He explains he didn't make those traps. They were made by the dwarves who used to inhabit the place, but he found it to be a pretty safe place to hole up with all the trouble that he experiences in River City. So uh, you guys make it back to Raven Tree, which is an uneventful journey. You take your long rest, recover all your spell slots and your hit points, and you've got a little while, probably a few days until the harvest, because you guys went and scouted the bandit camp as well, so you don't maybe have as much time as you would have had uh, before. But you have maybe four or five days before the bandits are supposed to return for the harvest. Something that's new in town that wasn't here when you were here before, you actually are watching it pull up over the bridge as you get in. Not the mushroom um, people, not the mushroom people. No. Actually, you walked past where the mushroom people were on your way back to Raven Tree, though. Would you like to check in on what the mushroom people are up to? Nah. Well, did they... They should have gotten lost or something because they were trying to follow us. And... Yeah, they, they were following your footsteps. So if you go back through where you went exactly on the trip home, you can find the mushroom people. It's up to you if you want to try and find them. Dern says no. I don't want to see those little freaks ever again. <laughs> oh, come on. They, they were nice. They, they liked you. <laughs> they thought I was some grand harbinger of the blight. Yeah, but they liked it. That's your fault. Okay, so just back to Raven Tree then, is that... We somehow managed to dodge the Amanita people. Okay. Actually, let's say when you go by where you met Winston, the Woodwoe, um, (laughs) and you look down to where the Blight Mother was, you can see at a distance those little shrines that the Amanita made. They're all around the dead Blight Mother at this point. But you just sidle on by... Um, without them noticing you and make Nobody's it to, <laughs> and you make it back to Raven Tree, and when you're in Raven Tree, something new has arrived. You see it pulling in over the bridge, 
And it's actually, it's a wagon, but it's a horseless wagon powered by some sort of arcane magic. And it uh, clanks across the bridge into Raven Tree uh, pretty much at the same time you've arrived while you're either still standing out there or you follow it into Raven Tree. And on the side is written um, Jerry and Jenny's Gem and Junk Juicer. Jerry with a G and Jenny with a J, just because, uh, in case you need to know. And they've pulled up into town, and Sator goes, hmm, I've never seen them here before. Alright, but you're back in Raven Tree. Uh, everything is as it was when you were there before, except this junk <coughs> juicer has pulled in to town as well, and is holed up near the path across from the the inn. I don't think you inspected the inn, but there's an inn, the Chief Tagata Inn. You're back in town, you've got a little <coughs> while until the bandits come. What do you want to do? Find Mishmash. Mishmash? And check in with him. So Rickmash, the one who scouted the bandit camp with you, or his brother Minash? The, the, the Mishmash that... <laughs> the Mishmash brothers. Yeah. Isn't one of them gone, so we only have one Mosh to mesh? I, I, he was telling him to leave. Did he leave? I don't know. You're the DM. Yeah, I'm supposed to know. I don't remember. Tell us, Lord. He, I don't remember if he left. Uh, let's check the tapes. No, I don't. I'm not sure. No, we we don't have to check the tapes. Um, but Rickmash is nowhere to be found in town. Um, and actually, we'll say Minash, even if he left, has come back to town looking for his brother, who's not here at this point. And when he sees you guys, he is very unhappy. He says, "What have you done? Where's Rickmash?" He went with you to go scout the bandits, and he hasn't come back. So this guy's pretty mad, right? Yeah, he's mad. I'm honestly not sure. I'm not talking to you. Uh, you weren't here. All right. Cool. <laughs> I pull out my fidget spinner, and I start spinning. Okay, remember, it only turns about a quarter turn. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think we've discussed this yet <laughs> in-game, but yeah. I have a I have a fidget spinner and it's described as crunchy, <laughs> so it only like yeah you get a if you're lucky you get about a half turn out of yeah it. It, unless maybe uh, you cast grease <laughs> that's a five how much do I get on mm, that spinner about a little less than a quarter turn on that one he was back in and fine when we left lot no he went with you to the bandits and he never came back didn't we come back. No, you went from the bandit camp to the, the abandoned. abandoned city, and Rick Mash said he was going back to Raven Tree. He was fine when we left him. I find that hard to believe, he says. And there's actually another orc, kind of a teenager, I guess, uh, who's walking by, and she has really long trailing sleeves, and she walks by, and Minash says, uh, Fury. We're leaving now. And she says, I'm not. I'm going... Well, I'm leaving, and you're not coming with me, and I'm going to find Rickmash. And he says, you can't go searching for him by yourself. We can't go searching for him. We're going to go find someplace safe. And she says, I want nothing to do with you. And she basically walks off at this point and goes into the inn that's nearby. And uh, Minash turns around, 
spits on the ground and walks back toward the uh, rice paddies. Someone remind me why we're saving this town in the first place. Oh, Saitor asked us to. Hey, but the locals here don't, don't seem to want us. That's just Minash. She doesn't want anybody who isn't from the village around here, Saitor says. I apologize for him. The others definitely want your help. Well, bloody good, if I do say. Should we go over the plan again? Yes. All right, uh, Akagi, this is what we had in mind. We were thinking of sneaking up to the bandit camp, middle of the night, trying to set their houses on fire and even the odds a bit. But before we do that, I think we should shore up the defenses here so in case we don't get them all... What do come will be at a severe disadvantage against our fortifications. Okay. Akagi asks, um, what do the bandits know about this place? And Setor says, well, uh, at this point, they're coming in a few days because they know the harvest is going to happen, and they plan to just take it. They're not expecting uh, any resistance. And Akagi says, well... If we burn their camp, they may be expecting resistance. So uh, it's a good idea to uh, try and burn the camp in the night. I'm sure they won't be expecting it. But then we're unlikely to just get a a couple here to pick up the harvest. Uh, If a couple of them come to pick up the harvest, uh, we might be able to take them out uh, first. And then they would send more to check out what happened and, and take them out. But... Either way, I think we can pick off a few of them before the main attack, and that would be a good idea either way. I have a question. Yes, Tim. Why, um, why, so you guys want, why can't we just have peace with these guys? Sator says, I would have loved to have peace with them, but they want to take nine-tenths of our harvest, and even if we had the full harvest, it's been so bad this year, I don't think we'd make it through the cold season. All right, how about this, how about this, how about this? Your your good old friend Tim is here with his wizard plan. How about this? I got this spell, and it's called Color Spray. So, think of it, think about it. All right, I'll spray colors everywhere, make it look like there's fire everywhere, don't you know? Fire, like, we're burning down their camp, and then I could cast my... Then you can come running in, and with a big, big old bucket, right? You come in with a bucket, and you look like you put out their fire and saved the children. <laughs> I, I'd want to follow anyone who saved my, my little girl. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know if I have a little girl. Maybe, maybe not. Let's see. I do not have a little girl. Um, so, why can't we just, like, fake him into loving us, huh? I mean, I'm not sure if that would work or not, but I think that bloody good work it would. It, it didn't work like that. How do you know? Have you ever tried it before? <laughs> They're bandits. I don't think they have children at the I camp. I can't say I have, but... Oh, can I do a perception check to see if they have any any children at the camp? That'd be I a mean, long distance the camp perception. is really far away, um, but they, uh, they definitely don't have children at the camp. You guys scouted it out, but, I mean, it's just bandit people. Um, they're mostly goblin bandits, from what you saw. Goblin? <laughs> I was waiting for that. I think he's got a new player that involves the grease. Alright, how about this, how about this, how about this? I've got this other spell called Grease. 
We can just lube them all up, grease them all up, all the all of them, and uh, we'll, uh, uh, you know, every good the Auburn loves uh, dropping the drawers, if you know what I mean. I'm gonna go sit by the Raven Tree for a while. Sator <laughs> says, uh, Akagi, uh, take a look around the village and uh, see what you think. Okay, so he goes walking off. So it's just it's it's your three now. My first plan would have worked if they were children. Just want y'all to know that. <laughs> <laughs>